Strap in. It's time for the Extra Point, Auburn's best sports talk radio show, Auburn's only sports talk TV show. Uh, he better count basketball wins. Don't give me that look. Let's think about this. I want to see where about to go with this. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show. Oh, yeah. And they signed Cody Parkey. SEC champion Cody Parkey. I picked Pitt, and I was right. Your three-time nationally nominated sports show, the guys give you the latest. Penn State by a million. Thank you. John Gruden cried after he traded Khalil Mack, and now he's dancing in the locker room, (laughs) saying he wished he had a disco. Call in at 334-844-9345 to join the debate. My boy got it all locked. You were saying 1,800 yards in this game. I was like, Jared. The X's and O's begin now on Eagle Eye TV and WEGO Radio. The Extra Point, presented by WEGO Sports, where every game lives. And welcome into another edition of the Extra Point here on WEG on 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon and joining me in the studio is Alex Houston. Devin Foreman and Jack Hart. I'm not used to that combination. <laughs> you, almost, you almost said Davis and Jacob. Yeah, I, I'm not used to that, com- that combination at all. This is a little bit different. Carter taking the day off as he has some business to take care of. But uh, yeah, no, this, this is going to be a good crew. And I'm ready to get things started. Alex, we'll start with you. How are you doing today? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm still not fully recovered from when you tried to attack me yesterday. So we're trying to, you know, get over it progressively. But other than that, Pretty good. Don't tell HR about that. Got it. Yeah, the video's already deleted, by the way. What? Devin, how you doing today? Horrible. <laughs> hey, what's up with you? Um, a series of things happened. Um, the historical. Um, I don't want to go into like um go over my time, so I let Jack. You go. you better not tell me that. Go ahead, Jack. Did Lafayette have a game yesterday? They had a game Monday. So they're fine. No. What? Oh. Um, that's when that's my rant. I got the I got a lot to say. Oh, cause you were on the show yesterday, so we wouldn't have known if no, something happened. No, I got a lot to say. So let let Jack go. That's okay. All right, Jack. How you doing today? Hey, Jared. Doing great. Excited to be here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Devin, I feel like you got a lot on your chest. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um. Thank you. Um. First, I want to just um, say congratulations to my um, school, my high school. Um, we did lose Monday by two, um, 31 and one. So it was a very tough loss. First loss of the year came in the semifinals of the state championship. So it was really, um, it was really a sad day. Um, really, truly trying to like recoup. But then it really hit home yesterday when I was listening. I wouldn't even listen to the show yesterday. Ouch. And um, my homeboy called me. And uh, shout out to Quan, who was over on uh, King Kong Agency. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, he called me. He was like, Dave, you need to look at the show. Watch the show right quick. And I was like, what's going on? He was like, look at it. And the same thing that my high school had did was the same thing that some people on this show yesterday did. And it's not ready to compete at all times and allow people to dictate how you're supposed to feel which I think, you know, if you're listening and you play any sport or you're an entrepreneur, 
whatever you do, be the best at it. And don't let nobody tell you that you cannot do something because somebody else got something that you does not have, do not have, actually. So um, compete at all times, young people, at all times. I don't care what are you doing. I don't care if you're eating ice cream, compete. So that's a message for, you know, LaFelt, we did not compete in the first quarter. And that really took a toll on us. But other than that, along with the people that was on the show yesterday, if you don't want to be on Devin's team, it's fine. Oh, because this, we're this going is to compete. Okay. This is because we're going to compete. And I promise you, if you want to go on Jared's team too and lose, I mean, you go for fine. I, I mean, I'm not telling you to win. I'm not trying to help you win or anything. So if you want to be on his team, I don't need five, four people. And, you know, if they want to hoop and, you know, do what they got to do. We're going to win regardless. So <laughs> it really doesn't matter to me. That was what I want to say because I was on the show yesterday. That shouts out for Davis and whoever else it was. So that's what I feel. What Devin's referencing is this yeah. Sunday's confirmed, I can officially say confirmed, all-star game between Team Devin and Team Jared, where we drafted on Monday, the teams are set, the teams are ready, and uh, it's an all-star basketball game with your extra point personalities. Don't know what's going to happen. The game will be live, televised on WGN 91.1 FM's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope pages, and... For one hour, something's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. That's what Devin's referencing. Uh, Devin, you didn't answer my text yesterday about that trade. That I don't I talk to you. you. Uh, what? I don't talk to you. We can All right. Be. I don't All talk right. to you. This sir. has escalated quickly. It'll trade for you. What? You trying to tra- Why are you trying to trade for me, Jared? Yeah. I am useless. Yeah. And ain't you on my team? Oh, don't get me wrong. We're going to beat Jared, but I am still useless. Oh, see, see. Jared, Jared, did he just not hear this little, small little rant that I just went on? You got to pound on your craft, Alex. Don't never doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. It's more of an acceptance of fact. But, Jared, I am curious. Why were you trying? Why would you try? Who were you training for me or what? Oh. You actually don't want to know. I, I really, I really do you don't. Want, do you want to know what I, well, what I was going to give Devin for you? If you trade me, do you really want to know? If you trade me for a Subway sandwich, I swear to God, Jared, oh, it's even worse. It's worse. Go than ahead, that. say it. Go ahead, I can take it. Like, I would say this: I can't do nothing with it. You can. What? Oh well. No. What? <laughs> exactly. Jared, go ahead and say it. I, I don't care. Go ahead and say it. Devin, do you want me to say it? Or I want you to say it. I say it because you on my team anyway. You already say you're useless, so it doesn't matter. Um, he said, "I will give you fifty cents." <laughs> And the way that you was talking yesterday, I almost said, "Yeah, I almost said, you know what? Just give me fifty cents." To be quite honest, it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a trade and release <laughs> for fifty cents. For fifty cents. Oh, good lord! It was about to be that. Dis- At least I was hoping I'd be worth a dollar. No, not oh, at all. come on, Jerry. Not even a subway cookie. That's, no. <laughs> not, not even, even like not even a piece of gum anymore. Oh man. You know gum is like sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh Lord. Well, I mean to me, Jack's worth four subway sandwiches. You're fifty cents. So I'm worth like one inch of the foot long subway sandwich. No, you're not even worth the bread. That's sad. Dang, that's bro. tough. I mean, what is fifty cents times well if we do five dollar foot longs twenty dollars? Like how many times can fifty cents go into twenty dollars? 50 cents can go into that, that's 20. How, that's how many jacks yeah. that I see in you. 40 times. Uh, so. See, that's my guy. He mental mouth. That was so quick. 
I had, to, I had to think about it for a quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's early, bro. <laughs> Jack's like, this is simple math. It's half of a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it was early. I couldn't get it. So oh, I'm, I'm worth 40 jacks. All right. I mean, I, I, I accept that. Yeah. See, Jack, I do value you. Thank you, Jared. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, let's see. You want to call to the show? You can at 334-844-9345. That's 334-844-9345 to join the show. Does anybody else? Does anybody else have anything they want to get off their chest before getting to sports? Anybody have a rant? Are we good? Yeah, not much rantable material. I was about to say after these past two days, the Redskins haven't done anything stupid yet. So <laughs> yet, exactly. That's what I said. I said yet. I know it. All right, let's get into Auburn basketball then. Auburn basketball defeated Ole Miss yesterday. And they led wire to wire, but, I mean, it's the game we expected, I guess. Actually, that was not the game I expected. I expect Auburn to get down early and go to overtime. So it was very nice. For the first time since I'd like to say Georgia at home, Auburn taking care of business against an inferior opponent. Uh, And Isaac Gore's back. Yeah, Auburn... Auburn didn't pull away. I would have been surprised if they did. And I was expecting them to, but they never actually like pulled away to a comfortable margin. I mean, that first 10 minutes of the game, amazing. After that, it was kind of like... Reminded me a lot of Alabama at home, where you yeah. get up uh, 16-0 and then like 21-4 at one point, and then let Alabama come back and tie it at halftime. Didn't get that bad, but... This is also a completely different Auburn team than we saw against Alabama. I mean, Okoro's just not coming back. He needs a game to get his sea legs back. And the lineup was shifted uh, almost entirely from what we've seen over the past two weeks or so. So I didn't expect Auburn to, to win this game by 20, but it was, uh, it was nice to lead the game. I mean, keeping it out of reach for Ole Miss, I mean, there was a, a couple times it got down to a one-possession game, but the feeling in the arena was that, Auburn's got this. Auburn can't lose this game. And Auburn's not going to let the Kentucky is our next game syndrome get to them this week, especially as as big as a moment of Isaac Okoro coming back to the team is for this squad. Yeah, when we got when we got the lineup and they read it off to us, and they, they, they just say the numbers, okay? So let, let me tell you how it went in my mind. So they're like, we got the Auburn lineups. And they went down the row. They were like, okay, we have three. Uh, hold up. Let me get the numbers right in my head before I mess this up. They were like, okay, we have three. McCormick's five, right? Yeah. Three, five, ten, twenty-three, and fifty. And I looked over at somebody and said, and I said, did they say twenty-three? They were like, Okoro starting. Or did they say twenty-two? And it's Flanagan's time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I personally didn't expect Okoro. To start now, if he would have like you know went in for like five ten minutes, whatever, right? That's what I expected. But when I heard that he was going to start, I mean, I guess you if he if you do want to get his like Jack said, sea legs back, you want to do it before you go to Kentucky because you're going to need him. I don't know what his percentage is. Hopefully, it's above eighty five percent, but. They're going to need him for that Kentucky game. I will say, I was a bit shocked because I remember watching him uh, do the layup line for the uh, Tennessee game. And, I mean, maybe he was taking it slow to be cautious. 
But, I mean, he was going very slow every time. And I was like, okay, either he's being cautious or he's still hurt. So I was surprised to see him start the game. But, again, Okoro, not even at 100%, is still, like, the third best player on this team. When he's at 100%, he's the best. But even last night, I mean, he's just – that's just how good he is. But Bevan, you started taking the approach of bringing back expectations for Auburn basketball. Yeah. How did you feel about the yesterday's game? Um, well, I actually really didn't. I watched like half of it. Um, to be honest, I'm like I was going through a, like a state. So, um, but I was very impressed, you know, because I lowered my expectations a little bit, and I, I was very impressed. Um, we definitely need Okoro. He, I think the reason why they let him start was because he's going to start versus Kentucky. So you might as well just going to put him in there and get everything back ready to go. Because if you would have brought him off the bench, it still would have been. This, it wouldn't be the same when you go to Kentucky. So you need to try to get it as close as you can without giving him the bulk of the minutes. So getting him to start, getting the team back used to him being in the starting lineup and all that, and what comes with in with that, you know, I think it was really well. But um, I did feel like we was gonna go down eventually, but it didn't. So congratulations, you know, on to the next, and we ready. Well, I hope they're ready. <laughs> Yeah, hope is the very, very big word in that. Devin, your, your your dad said, son, find everyone's strength and compete. Exactly. Exactly. Strength and compete. Alex, you better remember this on Sunday. <laughs> I, I did not say I wasn't going to try. I'm going to give my all. It doesn't mean I got much to give, but I'm going to give it. <laughs> I, I feel that. Don't get me wrong, Jared. You're going down, but like I may have to go down with you. I don't know. <laughs> Alex, that's the kind of hey, sacrifice man. I love. <laughs> hey, man, I mean, you yep. might as well. <clears throat> I'm going down and you're going down with me. I mean, I imagine we're going to be doing this All-Star Game thing next year, and I'm, so I might as well just I might as well establish my reputation. <laughs> or lack thereof. Okay. Either way. <laughs> look, Jared, none of it matters because even though, you know, no matter how bad I'm going to be, I'm still going to be the second worst player on the court compared to you, so it doesn't matter. Dog. What'd you just say to me? <laughs> What'd you just say to me? Oh. <laughs> Jerry, you just let these folks say whatever they want to say, don't you? I like that, though. I like, that. I like I'm it. Not, I'm not mad at it. I like it. I mean, we know the truth. Hey, can you no, tell I mean, me the final score of that game? Oh, which game? Auburn? 67-58. Yep. Yep. 67-58. Yep. I will say, with, okay. with this team, yeah. like, I think we just... Devin talked about lowering expectations. We got to sort of accept the fact that this team is never going to run away from anybody. They can't consistently score well enough to where they can run away from anybody. They're, again, they can score, but it's just you know a matter of like what what was it last night? I mean, you had McCormick shoot two of nine again, but everybody else shot pretty well, and they still shot forty-seven percent. Hey, Danjel hey, did something. That's true. Danjel did contribute. Well, my bro, what he do? Uh, let's see. He had six points, three rebounds, three assists on on three of five shooting. But I mean, they How also. How many minutes? How many minutes? He played twenty seven minutes. Like compared to yeah. what he usually does. Angel, okay, compared Angel, to, yeah, had compared a lot to of minutes. usual disappearing on the court. He also had some steals, which again, that's what he's. That's kind of his best thing is him j- jumping in the lane and getting t- stealing a pass. But I will say they also shot like twenty seven percent from three. So which I think is that's the one thing that they become consistent at is not shooting well from well, three. Bruce said, "If we're gonna win this whole this whole thing, we got to be able to shoot freeze and threes. Got to get the free throws down. Sure. Got to get a three point down. And Auburn does that consistently. 
they're fine. Yeah. And I will say, though, they did feed Jalen Williams. He got, what was it, 13 minutes? I was so happy. Six points, three rounds, one assist. I mean, I think... Jay Will. The biggest thing for him and for this team is that... Like, the reason they... I think I've sort of figured out why they win at home and they're so terrible on the road. This team sort of feeds off of energy and momentum. And it's a lot easier to get energy and momentum when you're at home because your fans are behind you. And... You need the bench to provide momentum and energy, and Jalen Williams does that. Let's go ahead and head to our quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEG on 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard. And joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. As we get right back into it, let's talk a little bit about Auburn basketball. Then we'll segue into SEC basketball. And we'll probably talk a little bit of college basketball as a whole. If you want to call in, you can at 334-844-9345 or live TV live stream on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Periscope by going to WEG on 911. You can ask a question in the live stream, and it'll come through here in the studio. Auburn basketball, just kind of sum it all up. I mean, they won. They led wire to wire. They couldn't pull away, but maybe that's just something we have to accept as reality for Auburn, that they can lead, and they can get up by five, six points, but the other team will always stay close. Maybe it's just how it's going to be. But Okoro's back. Wiley's still being consistent. McCormick and Dowdy, while... The shooting percentages aren't pretty. They're still effective. Mm-hmm. How's this Auburn team looking? So, oh, before, can I ask a question? So, I saw, I didn't watch the game, but I saw somebody post that Wiley had like the worst 90 seconds of any player ever had, which seems dramatic. But what happened? Was there some point in the game where he just messed up again and again and again? Because I didn't watch it. So, I, um, was it that pass that was picked off by. Ole Miss going the other way in the second half. There was a there was a there was a segment in the game where in the in four minutes no in three minutes or, I had four turnovers. Or was it when there was a brawl on the court and the refs didn't blow the whistle and it ended up being a jump ball? I believe I, that I, was very early was, in the game. It was in the second half because it was he posted it like uh, like seven o'clock like seven thirty and I I just I wasn't watching the game so I really was curious as to what exactly he was talking about because I know Wiley has his fair share of mess ups when the ball you know happens to bounce off his hands. Off but. the top of my head, I can't think of what that was because, or there might it might have been it when he missed about two putbacks in a row, um, which that's all Auburn's getting offensively lately. So yeah. while he's got to make those putbacks, he um, he tipped it over the basket twice uh, instead of just going down for the jam, and uh, it might have been referring to that because that. A lot of groans after yeah. that one uh, because Ole Miss ended up getting enough uh, defensive rebound there uh, after Auburn had like three guaranteed buckets and that that happened twice in the game they got the bucket in one they did not in the other but um, despite that Wiley leads the team in scoring and yeah. I think another thing you really got to like I mean stats I like in this game is that the point distribution I mean Auburn really 
passed it around. Uh, they spread it out, and the team really uh, came together as a result of it. Purefoy with six, Zakora with 10, Wiley with 15, Dowdy right behind him, 14, and McCormick with six, your starting lineup. And then off the bench, Macklemore with two, Jay Will with six, and Cambridge with eight. So really good performance there by not only the bench, but also the starting five to distribute the scoring. And I think Jay Will just brings energy, like you were saying, Alex, that it's an intangible that, yeah, he may not be lighting up the score sheet, but he is uh, doing his job. He went three for four from the floor um, and made things happen where where other players wouldn't and that's something that the integration of Jay will into the starting lineup has really or into the into the uh, bench play has really uh, changed this auburn team lately and then uh, i think on the other side of that stats i don't like is it's really hard to come away feeling good about this feeling great about this win when you look at that 65 percent free throw percentage especially when you're a team like auburn who has had to get away from the three ball as they've uh, continued to make them less and less, continue to take less and less attempts as a result of it, and relied more on driving, uh, passing into Wiley, uh, Purifoy getting in the way, and Okoro and Dowdy driving rather than shooting now, you don't like 65% from free throws because that's where your points are going to come from because either you're trying to get the guys to foul out or you're trying to get some points on free throws, and it looks like one of those is working, one of those isn't, and the free throw percentage being 65% is not going to help you win games. And it's also going to make for a pretty frustrating loss if that continues. Um, because, I mean, what's the one thing everyone looks at after a close game is what if they had made those free throws? So I don't want it to come to that in March. So I think the team really needs to work on that moving forward. And free throws did cost them their game against Virginia last year. They would have gone to overtime. And a double dribble. Oh, yeah. No, obviously that too. But again, they would have gone to overtime, except Harper, Harper went one for two at the line at I'm, the end of the game. I'm past the double dribble. And forward. you mentioned the free throws thing. And I think at this point, it's just, it's like, we're, how many games? And I don't think you can really expect them to shoot that great from the line. And I think their method now is just, you know, initially, or last year, their method was, we're going to play fast and we're going to shoot more threes than anybody. And we're just going to beat you by that. Now, I think their new method is going to be, we're going to play fast and we're going to drive in the paint and we're going to sh- get so many free throws that we're going to make enough. Like against Kentucky, yeah. how many free throws did they have? What was it, like 40-something? It was up there. It, it was a lot and because they couldn't shoot, so that's what they did. They just drove, and they didn't they didn't make the highest percentage, but they just got so many attempts at the line that they got enough points. And I think that's their thing now is just that's they didn't get spam, but they fouled out like three players. I think the crazy thing is the stat they brought up during the game was that although Auburn's shooting 65%, Auburn is making six more free throws than their opponent's average this this season just because they attack so much and i mean if you think about it if auburn's shooting 65 percent but they're getting 40 attempts you know in the tournament and people are fouling out just like how i believe who fouled out yesterday tyree did tyree or shuler foul out someone for Ole Miss fouled out i believe out. it was shuler it was, yeah it was shuler four he had yeah. five fouls they also had two players with four and then one guy with three those were those starters too no yeah. bench players had more than one Two. Yeah, so I mean, if 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 that's I don't think I want to say that's the game plan, but if that's what's happening in the tournament, right? Because you know when you when you get up to foul number three, players start playing a lot less aggressive defense. Mm-hmm. And then there was Blake Henson on um, Ole Miss who got up to four with about ten minutes to play in the second half, and that made him a non-factor in the game. Uh, he had zero points up until then, so he might have been a non-factor already. But if you can take out their starting five, then more power to you. Yeah. And not to especially mention... For, well, oh. I was going to say, especially for a team that's maybe only seven, eight deep, like a lot of these teams. Exactly. You you get their star players in trouble, and they're in trouble. 
And not to mention Auburn has gotten better at playing their aggressive style of defense without committing too many fouls. Ole Miss only had, I believe it was, 19 free throw attempts last night. Yeah, it was only 19 free throws. And if they can do that, because that was always one of their bigger problems. They played such aggressive defense, they committed quite a bit of fouls because that's just how they played. And it was sort of a, they're going to deal with it. But now, as they have to sort of change their play style, they've become aggressive without being too aggressive. And it's worked out pretty well so far. But I will say, Jack, you mentioned uh, Wiley and having... Or somebody, somebody mentioned Wiley, and I think it's pretty crazy that he's been as great as he's been, despite the fact that he has quite a few mistakes still. Like, you know, I mean, he drops two or three passes inside a game. He messes up those putbacks. Like, again, if Wiley could just fix those tiny mistakes, I mean, he would be a 22-10 and 10 scorer every night probably. And I think that's just, I don't know if that's a frustrating thing to watch or something to be optimistic about because eventually he might fix it, but... That's just something I've taken away from watching these games this year. Other SEC games last night. Number eight, Kentucky went on the road and beat A&M 69 to 60. And Mississippi State, big win at home, 80 to 73 over the Crimson Tide. For games tonight, there are four, and one of them has very, very big implications for Auburn. So there's UGA, South Carolina, that's at 5:30 on the SEC network. Tennessee and Arkansas, that's at 7.30. And at 8 o'clock, Missouri takes on Vanderbilt. And then LSU versus Florida on ESPN2 at 8 o'clock. Big implications for Auburn as both of those teams are scratching and clawing right behind Auburn in the SEC standings. Mm -hmm. And Auburn really needs a Florida win here to just get breathing room on LSU. Well, Or is it the other way around? No, um, it's Florida. We're tied with LSU. Yes. Or half game. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, would it not be in the best interest to root for LSU? Because what, no matter what, this Kentucky game, say we lose the Kentucky game, we're going to drop to having five losses in the SEC. That would bring it to us having five losses, LSU, and Florida having five losses, which we would have the tiebreaker over LSU, but we would not have the tiebreaker over Florida. However, if LSU wins, then again, they'll probably, they'll, I think they'll probably lose again. I think, I think the mindset is. Florida's not going to catch Auburn. Oh, yeah, and Florida plays Kentucky at the end of the season. Never mind. Yeah, that's that's Never what mind. I was... And I, I didn't know that. Florida has a win over Auburn, so you want your losses to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's true. And on top of that, I, I was looking at the predicted SEC tournament kind of bracket if it ended yesterday. Auburn was sitting pretty nice at the two seed. Yeah. I believe Auburn would have got the matchup of Arkansas A&M, I want to say, is the matchup that... The winner of that goes to play Auburn. It's like, okay, that's not bad. And then I believe it would be Auburn and what would be three seed LSU if Just Auburn spiraling. was to win their first game. And so I mean, go Gators. There you go. And then another thing you want to look at is that yeah, as you mentioned, Alex, Kentucky does finish the finish the season in Gainesville on the same day that Auburn goes up to Rocky Top. So. If Auburn wants any kind of outside chance of taking control of that one seed, Kentucky's got to lose that game. And you maybe want Florida to have a little more confidence at home to take on uh, a top 10 Kentucky when they come to town. So Auburn's two games back, right? Uh, uh, Kentucky? Yeah, so I mean, if Auburn, Auburn's got to win all three, or, and Kentucky pretty much has to lose to Auburn and Florida, it would help if they lost to Tennessee as well. And, but, beca- and because of stupid SEC rules... Both would be crowned SEC regular season champions. What? Well, I don't understand. Isn't that, that. isn't that what happened with Tennessee? Even though we had to win over them, um, I think yeah, yeah. Well, 
I think that's. I, I think. Why? Let's double check that. Right. We might have split the series. I'll check. But I think I, I th- thought we split the series that year. Hmm. However, I cannot one hundred percent say that we did. But we'll go check. But I don't want to share no title. I want it. It's mine. Give it to me. Exactly. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying to hang more banners, of course. Let's go ahead and head to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL ninety one one and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WGN 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard joining me in the studio. Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. As 30 minutes down, we've gotten our Auburn and SEC talk out of the way. We can head over to big college basketball as a whole. As there was one big game on last night that uh, if you missed it, I feel sorry for you because it was a double OT thriller in Wake as the Demon Deacons took down the Blue Devils. For the second time in a week, Duke has lost to an unranked in-state opponent by double digits. Ouch. You hate to see it. Imagine losing to an unranked in-state opponent by double digits. That's what I'm saying. Ridiculous. (laughs) On the road. Imagine being in the ACC and having four of your losses, or having four losses and three of them coming to Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson. Like... The ACC was Duke's for the taking, and they've literally just given it away by losing to some of the worst teams in the ACC. Yeah. I, but I think, did Louisville lose last night? Um, no. They lost the night before. They lost Monday. To Monday State. night? Before they played State. games on Monday? Also at the top. Oh, yeah. they lost so. to Florida State. Gotcha. Yeah. Florida State's also at the top of the conference, though, so that... That's acceptable. More or less, yeah. So, yeah, Duke took a... Hard L against a Wake team that was just determined not to lose. I mean, the box score by itself is ridiculous. Yeah. Just looking at, I mean, Wake Forest had two players, 20-plus points. I don't know if anybody, nobody recorded a double-double, it seems, on either team. Brown was close to Wake Forest, 24-9, but he did not get it. Trey Jones had 24-9 as well, so... But man, that who balled him, but Trey Jones. Duke had three players foul out, and four players have four fouls. Wake Forest attempted fifty free throws. I'm not really sure. Oh. Meanwhile, Duke shot twenty six percent from three. They pulled an Auburn. You really hate to see it. And Wake Forest shot fifty four percent from three. So, I'm honestly wondering how it went to double overtime. It seems like Wake Forest had Hold the on. statistical advantage by a mile, but. It's crazy. Moore had 15 points off free throws. T- 15 of his 25 points were off free throws. <laughs> Those were some James Harden. I was, I was about there. to say he went, he went full James Harden. And then Jones had nine of his 24 points off free throws. Yep. That's going to be me in the All-Star game. I, <laughs> I mean, when I, I, could get, take that. I could take nine, but 15 points. 15 is crazy. I had Duke, 91% from the line. Beautiful. All you have to do I want that. Not do <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It, it's hard to see other people I mean, again, living your dream. This way, Wake Forest went went full Auburn mode and shot only seventy four percent, but on fifty free throws, that's going to get you thirty seven. <laughs> so it works out. I mean, this is just 
Duke had what? Three players play 40 plus minutes? This is ridiculous. Someone came off their bench and played 32. <laughs> Who even is that guy? Im Hurt? I don't want to play they, him. They probably, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he averages 10 points a game this year. He's, he's no scrub. Duke has four bench players that name starts with J. Interesting. They also have five players overall that start that name start with J. Some, well, who's that? You guys guy? are really breaking this down. Right? Yeah, I mean, we, we, really next level stats. Thing is, though, I mean, legit though, like if Vernon Carey did not foul out, Duke would have won that game. But he clearly got in foul trouble early because he only played 19 minutes. <laughs> 19 minutes of a double overtime game. Yeah, that's that's that, tough. What is that? Because that's 50 minutes total. That that is. I mean, he really. Dang. Dang. I, honestly, I do wonder because I didn't watch the game if. Wake went with the mindset of we're going to make all their players foul out because that's what I do in 2K and it works out really well. So, like, I'm wondering if Wake decided to employ that strategy. I just want to know how Duke had two players foul out off their bench and combined for six points. <laughs> how'd you up, do that? They wasn't up playing defense. <laughs> they, no, up, so, they went to play defense. So how'd, you, how'd, how'd you have two designated defensive players and still up. give up 113 points? I think points? We, need, <laughs> we need to acknowledge. I don't even know how to. Okay. Number. Number 12, who's a senior, played four minutes and committed five fouls. They threw that guy in to foul. They, <laughs> he just came in swinging. That is like, that is like the hack-a-shack <laughs> mentality <laughs> right. to the max. We got to make sure they don't score. You, as he's still in his warm-up gear, take your stuff off. They're going to go foul He people. had the same stat line as me, 0-0-0. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, my gosh. This is – I've never seen that. Four minutes of – this can't be right. Right? Oh, it's right. It can be right. It's real. CBS, CBS Sports has a lot of glitches, but like still, four minutes and five fouls, Coach K was like, all right, kid, you got one job. This is for your scholarship. Hey, and I would have did it, too. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. He probably got the scholarship. <laughs> I would have been fine. <laughs> Man, that's, that's crazy. That really, this is just, I'll, get, I'll get a flagrant, too. This is, this is one of the greatest <laughs> box scores I've ever seen in my life. This is awesome. Shout out oh, to Duke and Wake wait, Forest. Wait until your box score on Sunday. Cause we are keeping stats, by the way. I got I got three elbows thrown, negative two points. Oh what? The, hey, how you do that? You <laughs> throw it through, through the hoop? Yeah, we're like we're retracting points. Oh man, oh, uh, let's head over to bracketology. I'm pulling up CBS bracketology. And why? Why, why are you pulling it up? Shout out to Garrison Brooks, man. Big night last night. How many points? My boy had thirty and nine. Hey, did did they win? Yeah. Yes, we. Okay. NC State's deciding if they want to go to the tournament or not. Uh, really not sure, as they uh, listen do everything in their power to get themselves out of it. Listen, when Garrison put up numbers like that, you have no choice. By the way, he did exactly what I told he was gonna do. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. Qu- quick shout out to UNC for winning their first game all year with Cole Anthony since he came back. Girl, Why you gotta be so negative? No, it's not. It's, why, why are you negative? It's not. It's just simple stat. They were 0-7 when, when he came back, which yeah. I really don't understand. I really think it's deceit. <laughs> Everybody who over here sit, they negative. I'm not as negative as Carl. I, I just would sat here and said, he was shout congratulating. Out to no, I mean, hey, Garrison Brooks had a great game. I really am more saying that because I do not understand how UNC somehow lost more games with Cole Anthony. It doesn't seem to make any because sense. Because Cole Anthony shoots a thousand times. That's true. That's true. It just, it would seem pretty. And again, Duke also had a lot of, what is it? Not Duke, North Carolina. How many times have they lost by like one possession? That's why my boy. Too many. Like they've lost what, like six or seven games by, by one shot? North Carolina, they sacrificed everything just for a decent football team. Now, and Mac Brown. Let me, go ahead, let me go ahead and give you the breakdown of this bracketology by CBS. 
And this is updated for February 24th. So it's a couple days out of date. Uh, but I, I and I take I take full responsibility for this happening because I keep saying I keep joking that of all the teams I don't want to see, I don't want to see Vermont. And guess who Auburn matched up against? <laughs> it's Vermont. Are we a five seed? Four. Oh, not bad. Vermont's a 13 seed. Hey, at least it's not a 12 seed because that's like the curse it's number. It's the Tampa Regional. And the other two teams in there are Colorado and East Tennessee. Who did one seed in there? Is that Kansas Town? It is Kansas. Oh my God! I don't know if you want that smoke. See, that, no, 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 no. We're not. We listen. We're not scared of Kansas. We want that too. Anybody I'm not. Can, you can get anybody. We want that. Kansas Believe. is the next to last team I want to see. Who you don't want to see first? Baylor. Hey, I, I'm scared of a matchup. I need to talk to Carter about that one because I, I really, really from a, from a matchup, they good. From a matchup perspective, okay, I think match we match up, up better with Kansas than we do Baylor. I'm scared of playing Baylor and Davion just going off. Yeah, Davion guy, he got a he got I a mean, vendetta. That's 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 the only thing I'm really worried about in that regard. When Davion does unspeakable things to Auburn, that, that's that's the kind of thing I'm just afraid would happen. Feels like something that like just will happen. But yeah, I I think from a matchup perspective, we would have a better chance against Kansas than Baylor. At at this point though, after last year and the crazy bracket we got dealt last year, I'm not I'm just like whatever happens, honestly it's an improvement. Now last year was the worst. Now if you we, if, if you want who I want, I want San Diego State or Gonzaga. Yeah. No, you don't want Zaz. Oh want, no I want Gonzaga. No. I think we match up well against them. I'm not I'm just saying like they've been there, done that a thousand yeah, no, times, I mean, millions the, of times. They're, they're, they've been to a second round exit. Every year, so I the, think I think we'll take it. They're veterans. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say Gonzaga. They're confusing veterans because they make the tournament. They always make it as a high seed. This you know, sometimes not really making it that far in the tournament. I think the top four are going to stay put. It, uh, it's hard to still San Diego State. San Diego State still a one seed. They lost. I know, but they lost one game. I mean, I, I was more saying they lost one game, but they also haven't really played anybody anyway. So it was just waiting for that one game to. Bring him down, but then again, everybody else in the top twenty-five keeps losing, so I guess it makes sense. Looking at my um, chance to get a one seed from team rankings, Kansas at a ninety-nine, pretty much a lock. Uh, Baylor at ninety-one, also pretty close here. Uh, Duke dropping down to sixty-one after that loss. Uh, Gonzaga twenty-seven percent, and then your next closest team is going to be Oregon with a twenty-five percent chance to get a one seed. So. I can definitely see that. Dayton and Florida State tied at 20, and everyone else sitting also, at shout sing, out, single digits. Shout out to Oregon that's just kind of hovering there. I always forget about Oregon, and it's like, hmm, yeah. Got they seven losses. They're doing stuff. Pac-12 basketball. Pac-12. Uh, Pac-12 the the last four in teams in this bracketology, Ooh. Rutgers, NC State, who took the L. Why? <laughs> Wichita State and Richmond. The first four teams out, Rhode Island, Providence, Mississippi State, and Cincinnati. What was the team we play in the first round? You said the team we didn't want to play? I thought you said it was Vermont. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know why I thought you said Rhode <laughs> Island. That's strange. No. Vermont is a team that... I remember Vermont because they won last year. I remember that. I remember them from our gra- from our video. They won, and then they got beat by Florida State. Yeah. yeah. They did. Guys, I hope you get ready for our... Uh, station-wide bracketology challenge. Oh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Once again... Shout I, out to Bryn, who had the number of, like, seven bracket in the world, like, a week in. Yeah. A week and a just, half in, Bryn was, like, in the 99th percentile. 
It was, and all she did was literally sit in the, in the bullpen and listen to all yep. the sports guys talk about basketball. So on and the, filled out her bracket. On the average, we're we're pretty smart. Yeah, my my friend, uh, he had the top bracket in our group because he picked Auburn to go all, to go all the way to the final four. Which I mean, we all hoped it would happen, but well, I mean, my main bracket, my bracket Duke, sucked so. because. I had Syracuse in the Final Four, and they lost <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> That's always tough when one of your Final Four teams just gets knocked down. You're like, all right, this destroys everything I've built. Because yeah. like, Syracuse is one of those teams that no matter how they get in, they're going to do something. Yeah, Bayheim's going to either get them to the Final Four or they're going to get clapped by somebody in the first round. That's just all. That's all what they are now. Looking at the ESPN Jill Lenardi bracketology, just, you know, just to give you some different insight, Auburn, once again, a four seed, but instead of Tampa... We're getting on a plane to Sacramento as we get Stephen F. Austin. Hey. Now, on the other side of that, you get Colorado and Liberty, and you're still in the Kansas Regional. <laughs> hey, so um, you said oh, the Kansas side gosh. of the bracket. Your your last four in they were Wichita State, uh, NC State, and who were the other two? Mississippi State and wait, last four in? Yeah, last four in. Uh, I don't remember. Okay, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. I'm glad Wichita State might make it in. I want them to make here it in. Here you go. Here are the last, here are the on the bubble teams. Last four buys Indiana, Xavier, Wichita State, and Utah State. Last four in Oklahoma, USC, Providence, NC State. First four out Richmond, Stanford, UCLA, and Mississippi State. And the next four out Memphis, Georgetown, that team from Tuscaloosa, and South Carolina. Dang. Rip the SEC. What conference is Wichita State even in? I can't remember. They play basketball in the American. And they were, oh yeah, hovering around they a moved. a six or seven seed until they got beat by Tulsa, who sucks. And they have been not oh, yeah. much of a whisper since. Yeah, they've been they, bouncing around in the first four out. Then they lost to Cincinnati and Houston right after the Tulsa game, and then they lost to Cincinnati again on Sunday. Really dropped off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, when when bracketology happens, shocker. When bracketology happens, and the ten big team, the Big Ten teams get in. God help! God help our brackets. Yeah, no, it's I don't I don't yeah. When Northwestern gets that auto bid, yeah, it's it's over. When when half the when half the um, uh, tournament is made up of a bunch of inconsistent Big Ten teams and a bunch of equally inconsistent Big East teams, we're going to be in trouble. We may have a situation where, uh, Illinois, uh, not <laughs> Loyola <laughs> Chicago. Is in the final four again. Hey. I almost said, I almost said uh, UIC, who we played in baseball. <laughs> Loyola Chicago may end up in the final four again with how crazy things make. That's it. the thing with as many inconsistent. Like I mean, like we're looking at like Butler, Marquette, Villanova, Creighton, and Seton Hall. They're all probably going to make it in, and all those teams have been so all over the place the entire year. Any team could go in and beat them in the tournament, especially in the Big Ten, where the most consistent team is Maryland, and then it just sort of collapses after that. So. Let's head to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have more of the extra point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Back inside Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 in Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard, joining me in the studio. Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. 
we got about uh, five minutes until our top of the hour break. I'll just let you boys talk about what you want to talk about. Um, I will say, you don't want to start looking at next year so early, but somebody mentioned uh, <clears throat> talking about... What was it? They were talking about thinking about next year's lineup for Auburn. And it would be like Sharif, Jalen, Green, and then like Jalen Williams. And who was the other person that they mentioned? I can't remember, but I mean, the thing is, is it's I don't think it's hit a lot of people yet that Auburn basketball is going to be a thing that's most likely going to be here to stay. And you're to be a team that's going to be always in a position to be in the tournament because that's just how Bruce Pearl recruits. And again, this is, a, I mean, look at the team he's got right now that he's got at 23 and four, right? They are 23 and four. Yes. 20, wait, 24 and four. Wait, I don't, I don't even remember. They were yes. 22 and four at one point. Yes. Auburn has a 24 record. and four. 24 yes. and four. Okay. But again, and this is a team where he ha- got <clears throat> one new major recruit and was replacing with his two, his three best players with two backups. And I mean, this team is really good, despite the problems with consistency and somewhat frustration that they may cause on the offensive end. And I mean, it's, it seems like this is a thing that could be permanent, and it's just very exciting to see because, again, this is an Auburn team that in their history has made the NCAA tournament 11 times. Well, I think it's that to bring up for Bruce Pearl, is that combined wins in the regular season and tournaments. Obviously, last season was the most wins Auburn's had ever. Yeah. But out of the top five years, Bruce Pearl has three of them. Yeah. And again, because he, he tied, I believe, the 99 team and another team with 24 wins. Yep. And this is the best regular season Bruce Pearl has ever had at Auburn. Even though it doesn't feel like it, this is the best winning percentage he's ever had at Auburn. This is the second best winning percentage he's ever had with a team. That includes his years at Tennessee. Uh, did Auburn break the regular season win total? Like record? This um, is, is record. This- I'm not just maybe sure. the most wins in the regular season in Auburn history. It's very difficult to tell because whenever you look, the wins are always gathered between tournament and regular season combined. It's very yeah. difficult to tell over history. So I can try and check, but um, I yeah, believe that it is. It's just, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. They, this team keeps striking records, most winning a senior class of all time, which I imagine three years from now, that senior class will be the most winning is or the winningest senior class ever because that's just the kind of thing they're going to keep setting. Because this senior class also had a year where they went 18 and 14. Oh, I don't want to dampen your mood, but... Most of these seniors are probably going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're not incorrect, but there might be one. One random (laughs) walk-on. There might be the one random walk-on. Hey, who knows? Maybe Jalen Williams will stay for four years. Cross my fingers. Stop that. I mean, I I know. I know. But hey, let me be hopeful, all right? I'm trying to... I'm trying to have, you know... Those days are over. That's true. We have yeah. became a powerhouse in the um, basketball world, so it's going to be a lot of one and dones for now. A lot of one and dones, a lot so of two get, year guys. Don't that's, get your mind. Oh my God, we're going to have them forever. No. Yeah, no, that, that's that's true. <laughs> we, we, that's true. We got We got to accept the, that fact. But I mean, honestly, it's not the worst thing to happen <clears throat> because I saw somebody say that with Bruce turning Isaac, a four star recruit, into a potential top five pick, which I think he should be a top five pick. This is going to bring more and more recruits because. I mean, again, look what happened. Yeah, I mean, and Chuma going at, what, 16 to the Magic? And honestly, torn ACL? Yeah, if he hadn't torn his ACL, he probably would have went top 10 considering how he was playing that tournament. Probably even higher than that. All right, so yeah, all these all their, um, uh, all these ter- these things have um, the teams with their total wins, not just regular season. 
but um, I would guess that it is because, I mean, the other highest, okay, so last year was the highest win total, and this year they have 24 wins, which is the third highest win total ever, including tournament, because they have the 26 wins from 2018, the 30 from last year, and then 29 in 1998 to 1999, but I would assume that that team won the tournament. So 98-99, I know that's combined with their tournament wins. SEC and... I believe NCAA. their regular season was 23 wins. All right, so this and Auburn is, was tied with them. This is probably the record, and yeah. if not, then they're probably going to set it in the next game or two. So, again, Bruce Auburn just keeps setting records. Auburn basketball is good. Yeah. I, I think we've talked all we can about college basketball in one hour. They were 9-23 eight years ago. Don't bring that up. It's just crazy. Don't bring me. that up. Those I'm, days are dead and buried. This is the new era. Also, again, we talk about how struggling this offense is. They're still averaging 78 points a game. Yeah. Which is like the... Now, if we could find a stat of how many how many times Auburn gone on a drought where they didn't score or they didn't get a field no, goal yeah. for five or more minutes, that's a scary stat at all. to see. But hey, 78 points a game is still their fourth highest total uh, this century. So, I mean, <laughs> you know. Take the wins where you can get them. Exactly. I'm just... Let's head to a commercial break. And when we come back after five minutes, we're going to get back into some different sports, maybe some NBA, maybe some NFL talk. We'll see where the wind takes us. You're watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 911. Any Glad TV, Jared Dolan joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. As we get right back into the top of the show, one hour down, one hour to go. As I guess we gotta keep promoting it Sunday. Oh my lord. 5 p.m. The Extra Point All-Star Game. Uh the Extra Point will be live from Campus Rec from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And then at 5 p.m. will be the Extra Point All-Star Game. And then following that at, uh, I believe, 7 and 8 o'clock are the Campus Rec uh, Championship Games for Intramurals that Weagle will also be broadcasting. But uh, as for the Extra Point All-Star Game, your Extra Point uh, favorite personalities will be putting their game on the floor. Team Devin versus Team Jared. And uh, hey, you said we're gonna be doing something at two to four. What you said? The extra point is live on location. Oh, and the game starts at I four. Ain't know that. Yeah, it's like college game day for us. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. Okay, then. Who um hosts? Who doing it? Do we have a mascot so I can what? get some headgear? <laughs> who hosting it? Like, well, here's the thing about the host. Uh, I can't host it. Okay. So somebody Why else not? has to do it because I'll be doing Auburn basketball versus Tennessee women's basketball. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I will be indisposed for the live show. Jack, I'm, I'm supposed to teach Jack how to use it. I'm here. I was about to say, I remember, yeah. I can do the it. Question, <laughs> the question becomes, how fast are you getting back from Kentucky? I'm not going to Kentucky. Okay. I can do it. Is Jacob going? No, that was determined. Oh, thank, oh we oh. might win. Hey, <laughs> we may not lose by when, 30. Uh, That's a dub. When um, J-Pat, our, our dear friend from the student section, Jacob, and I got on the bus 
after getting uh, beaten in Stiegman. <laughs> we all shared a knowing glance and canceled <laughs> our uh, Kentucky trip. <laughs> okay, that's good. I don't have to worry about that part. Yeah, yeah, I'll be good. That's fair. Um, but oh, that means I gotta come in as a can I come in as a special guest. You might not be a guest, Devin. You might be a oh, never mind. A full, full fledged host. About to say, we don't even know hey. what you're be doing the show, so. Yeah. Hey, um, that's going to be neat. So the extra point live from 2 to 4. Okay. Inside Campus Rec, live setup. And then at 5 o'clock is the extra point all-star game. Uh, the teams. This is on Sunday, right? This is on Sunday, yes. Okay, yeah. Let me. Let's go, man. Let me, let, let me, I didn't know we were doing all that, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. I have a question. Will this become an annual thing? Will we have music? What do you mean music? Like during our play? No, like like before the game and stuff like that. We have music. Like as you're warming up, yeah. I mean, can we get the DJ from the Auburn game? If you want to bring, no. If you want to bring, (laughs) if you want to bring a speaker, sure. I want to get the Mr. Brightside remix playing on all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the team, so Team Jared is Bay Marks, Hayden Desmond, Chris Tobias, Carter Bird, Levi Fitzwater, Noah Gardner, Jack Hart, and Amanda Warren. While Team Devin is JP Williams, Davis Carroll, Andy Hewling, Delaney Barrow, Jacob Hillman, Alex Houston, and Brooks Childress. Me and Jacob about to drop twenty each. Watch out. I hope so. I love Jacob to go out there and be JJ Barea. That'd be hype. Yeah. And you'd be LeBron in 2011, scoring eight. How dare you? How dare you, first of all? Well, I could have said LeBron in 2007, scoring six. So I, I, this is one or the other. Well, if we're going by what we, you know, like past, like the past shows, we used to like, like try to give each other like an NBA player. Mm-hmm. I was told I was CP3, and he was an all star. So, hey, it's pretty good. Appreciate you, Jack. Jack gave me this CP3. Thank you. And the Thunder are about to go to the playoffs, so it's pretty good. I mean, Devin, what was your career high in a game? High school or college? I want to know both, actually. Yeah. High school was 32. Mm-hmm. College was 29. This was against actual players. Oh, Devin about to score 50. <laughs> Y'all in trouble. I'm about to just, like, catch it, fake shooting a three, and then just pass it right back to him every time. Nah, it'd be all right. Nah, bro, y'all gonna score. I promise you. <laughs> y'all gonna score the ball. Hey, just make a layup. <laughs> just make a layup. Yeah. Just play defense and make a layup. <laughs> I hope I can do that. Uh, you can't, bro. You can't. Nah, nah. It's not that hard. I'm gonna teach no, you. No, the I, basics. I, I, I know. I got you. That's my guy. My career high was 15. Oh, what's up, Jared? That's hey. pretty well, Jared. Like, you got it really. That's pretty well. 15 on five threes. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Dang, Jared got range. I do got range. Pull it from the logo. But yeah, I understand. Jared ain't gonna make down the court, but two times. Gonna be tired. <laughs> nah, I got that endurance. <laughs> okay. I bet I've been training for this moment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've been tra- I've been training here since November. Whoa, yeah. There's no I way made, I made some different life choices, right? <laughs> There's no way you've been training that long but didn't mention it to like January. Like what, Jared? What you been? What what, what life changes are you talking about? Uh, eating healthier? I'm, not I eating... have been eating healthier. I've okay. lost forty pounds. Wow, Jared. Yeah. Hey, Jared, is that why you were sick? Probably. They <laughs> were being quite honest. They <laughs> were being quite honest. Uh, I lost 40 pounds. Uh, I cut back on certain substances. Well, I should have worded it like that. That's not it really. <laughs> not so you do it like cocaine. Like, what? Uh, wait a minute. I'm just saying, Jared, after I said not something really like you bad. do with cocaine and then you rub your nose, that's not this really. We're looking real bad here on the extra point uh, right now. That sounded really bad. Uh, <laughs> substances. You picked the worst word ever. I, I started drinking other drinks. There you and, go. Yeah. <laughs> My 
Stop it. Stop opening this. It's itchy. I'm sorry. Dude, this does not look good. This is not a good look. I'm good. Hope um, we're in the other room watching. We in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a good look. Um, oh my god. I'm ready. Well, that's up. That was up, man, Jerry. And I really yeah, appreciate you yeah. for doing this. You like, doing amazing. Like, we're gonna talk a lot of trash in between now and Sunday. Oh but, yeah. Hey. I don't supposed to be talking to you, but it, it's all good though. We're gonna have fun. That's that's the important thing. We're having fun. It's all fun. The game so Jared tears one of our ACLs. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off. We're gonna have fun out but there. To come back with a wheelchair. Oh my god. We're gonna have fun. That's the important thing. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be something. <laughs> and we're gonna have it forever. We're gonna save the video. And we're gonna have it forever. It needs to be an annual thing though. This will be fun. Well, we'll see. Well, I won't be in the next one. Jared, you'll be back. All right. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not guaranteeing you'll actually be at Auburn next year. But if we say there's an extra point All Star game, you will, you will appear. If I'm in the area, I'll stroll up. <laughs> you'll, you'll find a way. I'll find a way. Uh, but no, it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm excited. Uh, then we, we, we got to talk about the shirt s- stuff. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm hyped about that. We gotta, we gotta okay, so we'll talk about the show. I ain't got nothing to do with that show. Gotcha. You gotta figure out that whole situation. But uh, let's continue on. With uh, the show, so where we want to go next? I mean, the only other real news is, the, is I mean, the NFL's not anything happening in college football. Well, I, I did see that the CBA agreement has been oh, yeah. is now going to the players for the final vote. Yeah, and I heard that the players are most likely going to pass it. Is what I saw this morning. So, so what? So we're getting a new playoff format. Yeah, we're getting seventeen games, yep. which um, nobody knows how it will alternate in terms of home games. Um, the president, the Packers, said it will be by conference. Other people said, we'll figure it out. I don't know, necessarily. What would a new format be? Um, so it's going to be, the format for the playoffs is seven teams are in the playoffs now, and only the top seed gets a bye, and the other six teams will play each other in the wild card round. Yeah, only one team gets a bye. Which, I mean, that makes the one seed very, very... More valuable, but yeah. imagine if you're 13-3 and three as a two seed, and you just get stuck playing. Should have been better. <laughs> yeah, but still. The, o- the only thing I really like about this proposal is that... <clears throat> it allows the potential for three teams in a division to um that's true yeah all make the playoffs. I definitely saw that because yeah so I think it it well I I think that's possible maybe under the current format it's just Difficult. nigh on impossible yeah. to have the the two best wild card records in the same division exactly. as a team that's already ha- locked up a spot so. In that it it reminds me a lot of the baseball argument why they added the wild card to baseball because. Not not that tanking is as big as an issue in in football. I mean, you're only looking at the bottom, I think, quarter quartile of the teams uh, ever, ever tanking. But it does open the opportunity, like especially if you're. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a very good example. I don't, I don't know if we've seen one in the past couple of years where where the maybe uh, thinking back to like yeah the NFC West this year where. Not that the, the Cardinals were in a position where they could have competed, but maybe had been discouraged from competing by the fact that the Seahawks and the Niners were so good, they almost were out of the playoffs by default. Yeah. If, if they, even if they put together a 10-win season, which by all metrics is pretty good uh, and maybe playoff-worthy, weren't going to get in just by the bad draw of what division they're in. So yeah. that, that's the only... That's the, I don't, I don't love this proposal, but that is something interesting to consider. And you also see, um, like, you mentioned the NFC West, and I think it also says with the Rams that some teams just suffer from the fact that they're in a division with two of the best teams in the league. I mean, the Rams, what, they were 9-7, and seven, but they went 3-3 three and three in their division because they, they had to play the 49ers and the Seahawks. And, like, 
that sort of hurt their chances more or less. And again, they easily could have made the playoffs. They were 9-7, only one game back of the Vikings, but again, they were in the best division this year. So so with this extra game, are we going to start seeing the NFL move to, now I don't know whether this will work or not, but to more neutral site games, i.e. England, Mexico, so um, all I've heard States is that the extra game is just going to be um, they're they're having to decide who's going to get the home game. So it does not seem like it's going to be some sort of eight eight and then a neutral side game each year. It seems like they're going to go, <clears throat> which I don't <clears throat> really understand why they are adding a seventeenth game. Revenue. It doesn't revenue. I just you know I was talking to Davis about this and. He said there are more glaring issues in the league to fix other than just to oversaturate. And plus, the league's problem well, right now is oversaturation. Well, the league won 18 games, right? 17 is a compromise. That's, yeah. yeah, but yeah. they really wanted 18. And then yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they wanted 16, so they just went yeah. 17. And that was the compromise. And then they get a bigger slice of the pie of total revenue. Yeah. That that was the compromise. I, the I thing mean, about you it is, you're really not getting that much. It's, just, it's really like they're still going to make their money plus one game, and you're going to make your money plus That's, one game. I think, so it's not like you really get a bigger piece of pie anyway. 18 games, you might even have a second buy added there. It gets to that point where player safety becomes an issue, yeah. and then do you're, they, you're looking at a season that goes from before Labor Day to after Christmas. Did they talk about a second buy? Because I feel like we need to throw that in there. I don't know if that's in the agreement, but I think if you go to 18 games, you 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 need to start seriously considering I think, that. I, I think, think you, you can I push. Think 17 games, you probably have a second buy. Them a lot of games, though. That's a lot of games. The thing for me is I just feel like there's more glaring issues with the league right now than just adding more games and fixing a playoff. Like, they need to go were, back to old overtime there, rules. There were I do what they were thinking. There were debates about a lot of things with the NFL, but I don't think anybody really disliked the playoff what? format. I hate the playoff rule. I hate the old one. I'm talking about, about just regular season overtime yeah. rule. Instead of 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like, why do we go to 10 minutes in the first place? Yeah, it doesn't... I just think there's issues with the officiating that need to be fixed. I think there's issues with oversaturation. For example, Thursday night football should be discontinued. I it's just there's other glaring issues that they have other than adding more games. Officiating being the number one thing. Revenue I mean, you can't really do too much about it. No, I mean you, you can't, but you should put many resources into it because they it's, just need to change up Thursday night football. They need to put better games on there. No, that's true. Can they just? I, I wish they were like. Don't they already do it? Like they just they pick. Do they pick before the season who'll be on the Monday nights? Yes, it? yes. Which is why we got the blockbuster performance of Dolphin Steelers. They need to stop that. No, I, I think that should be. You know, they well, have to do that because it's about well, scheduling, and they don't want to have somebody play on Sunday and play on Thursday so often. So they're like, which all right, is why well, they should just get, give it yeah, a Thursday. That's, that's not an issue. I, agree. No, I mean, that's cares. why. That's why we had to sit through. <laughs> Uh, Ravens Niners, a probable Super Bowl uh, preview at eleven in the morning, like or noon. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was kind. Of, it's kind of absurd how it works and just how the scheduling goes. I think that, like, and we're seeing it a bit with the NBA. We're seeing the advanced scheduling with the Warriors getting a lot of primetime games, which now it's going to matter because Steph is coming back. But still, there's. I'd rather have. I'd rather get rid of Thursday and just have two Monday night games a week. Be quite honest. That, that, again, that I don't think people have a problem with that. I think just before no, and then prime time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I even like because they, they do it in the beginning. What they do? They do beginning Monday games. They, they get a team on the East Coast to play at seven, and then they get a team on the West Coast to play at ten. They give it like the Pac-12 treatment, which Heck that yeah. works at the beginning of the year. People tune in, and it's one of the biggest. It's and if they did it permanently, people would watch it because once you start watching football, you don't want to stop watching football. That's just how it goes. And I think that that's the thing. I think. Doing a game in the middle of the week randomly, 
that at this point is starting to have less and less stakes is a problem. And I think they just need to... Plus, the coverage of it is not great. I don't really like NFL Network when they cover stuff, and I barely like CBS. So I just... It's not... I think that makes it less tolerable. You know, like... Monday Night Football, you just watch it because you're already up the, you know... You're already off Sunday, and you want to watch... Even though ESPN is awful, and Booger is... Well... We know about that, but he's gonna be at our All Star game <laughs> when he had his own cart. <laughs> <laughs> the Booker Mobile size of the wreck, yeah, just moving now. But I mean, I think that there's just that should have been one of their first things. Just get rid of Thursday night games. Plus, again, playing on a Sunday and then playing on a Thursday is not good for anybody. It also leads to lower quality games because nobody's prepared. So there's that. But let's head to our next commercial break, and when we come back. We're going to the NBA. We're gonna get back to the NBA. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna have some fun with that. You're watching and listening to Extra Point here on WEG on 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. These brothers, my guys, know that they fly, know that they ride or die. I keep boys by my side. CJ, I never go roll with ice. Why do you wanna move like that? Where you want going? <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it welcome, welcome back inside the extra point here on WGL 911. Nigel TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillon, Joe Me Studio is Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. Let's get into the NBA. Yay. Games last night. That happened. First up, the Pacers beat up on the Hornets 119 to 80. Really? Milwaukee 108 to 97 over the Raptors. OKC two point win 124 to 122 on the road against the Bulls. Denver taking care of business against the Pistons 115 to 98. Boston 118 to 106 over Portland. The Lakers and Air Caruso 118 to 109 over the Pelicans. And finally, the Kings 112 to 94. Over the Golden State Warriors. Did you say Eric Caruso? Yeah, I did say Eric Caruso. Also, sad thing, off. sad thing about the Hornets through three quarters last night, they had 55 points. That's it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> they shot 33%. Also, we talk about struggles at the free throw line. Guess what they shot from the free throw line? 2%. 42%. 44%. Oh, Jared, good close. job. Good job. Also close. Still better than your free throw shooting percentage, apparently. It is. But <laughs> But yeah, I am I am bunned from the free throw line. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna foul you every time you go to the paint. I remember my I remember when I got an and one attempt and I don't get off the front of the rim. Oh it, my gosh, it, it hurt. Oh my gosh. Well, um, I just want to just say too, um, when it comes to the playoff picture, because you know everybody gearing their eyes to the playoffs, you know, um, LeBron, um. It's a message for you. We need to just go ahead and lock up so we can go in and sit down and rest for a minute. And the Memphis Grizzlies, please do not get caught. They have the toughest schedule remaining. They, they may get caught. No, they are. They, they are going to get caught. The Pelicans have the easiest and they have the hardest. It's Man, they won't sign up. Man, the Grizzlies. No, look, you're not wrong. You're the, not wrong. The Grizzlies look behind them and it's Melo just pointing at his watch saying it's Melo time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, the Blazers aren't making the playoffs either. They're trying. Man, poor, poor Blazers, though. Poor how, Dane. How did this even poor happen Dane. to the Blazers? Because, man, when you have 
two guys that are your only scorers and Dame is your only one that can really like put on like that. It's hard. They ain't got nothing else other than them two. And they also you got a mellow, but you know, other than that, they're also not playing great defense either. They're what they're they, allowing 115 a game, which is the third most in the entire Western Conference. Eesh. Oh, it can't be the East because the East giving up 130. No, yeah, no, the, 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 <laughs> the East defense is awful. The Hawks are at 119. Oh, my goodness. The Wizards are at 120 points a game allowed. Oh, my gosh. That's why Bradley builds upset. <laughs> Peels like, I'm scoring 50, but they allow it 70. When, oh, my when Lord. When Bradley Bill drops 57 tonight and gets a new career high and they still lose by 10, he may commit again, a sin. Though, again, though, Beal is not a great defender. Like what was it when they when they played? Uh, oh, when uh, they played the Bucks. Beal's top uh, guys that he guarded was Middleton and Bledsoe, and they scored twenty and twenty, or they scored forty and twenty three. So, I mean, hey, but he got here though. He no, that's true. Though. That's you true. Me, you remember what I said, Jared? What? Get yours. Get yours. No, everybody else don't. I'm gonna get my buckets. You get yours. I'm gonna get my buckets. I feel bad for him though. But shot. Hey, I just really want to continue to harp on the East. Being so sorry, yeah. And, um, no, they're trash. I need the whole entire. Um, we need the best, like top sixteen teams in the whole entire playoffs. Then we'll be fine. I will be happy then. No, because like I mean, who would that? Who would that knock out? In uh, that would knock in the East. That would knock out the Magic and put in the Blazers and the Pelicans, or the Blazers or the Pelicans. Right now, it'd be the Blazers. It would knock out the Magic and put one of them in. That would also knock out the Nets. That wouldn't knock out the Nets either. Uh, well, no, the, the Nets. Well, because it's difficult because like the Nets have thirty losses because they've played less games than the Blazers. But in theory, if they keep it up, and what am I doing? Why don't I just go to league here instead of conference and just go top sixteen? It would knock out the Nets, yes, eventually. So yeah, I mean, then again, there's a variety of factors to why the Nets are not doing great. Kyrie's played like four games. Plus, isn't Kyrie done for the year? Yes, sir. He is. Rip. Yes, Especially then, what are you going to have to carry? Hmm. Even then, they might not even make the playoffs. Okay, so it doesn't knock out the Nets. It's sort of. They're 15th. Ah, never mind then. Hey, but Dame Tom, Mellow Tom, they're in at 16. Oh, man. That's that, all that matters. See, that's if, crazy, if, if they though. Were, they that's were, crazy. Yeah. That you can put, like, Dame and the Pelicans are fighting to get to where Memphis, Memphis is in the 8th seed, and they'll be in the top 16. You know, I, it, I agree. Crazy, I, think, I think the imbalance needs the league needs to abolish conferences because of how unbalanced it is. Because the East is so bad, and they've been so bad forever. They were bad in 2007 when LeBron made that run to the playoffs or to the finals and beat two teams with 40 wins. So if I did my math correctly, and that's a big if, uh, in this scenario, six East teams would get into ten Western teams. Yeah. Okay, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Plus, again, that's also for the sake of the league because you're, you're putting in you're putting in the Blazers and the Pelicans with Dame and Zion over the Kyrie-less Nets and the Magic, who were led by Aaron Gordon. Yes, and uh, what Ooh. is it, Vucevic? Oh. And Aaron Gordon. I don't know. I don't know who that is. That's oh. what I was the point. Oh, Aaron Gordon, <laughs> the dude that um, went under, underneath the legs. Is DJ, DJ Augustine still there? Stuff. Yeah, DJ, DJ still there. DJ Augustine is going to hit a game-winning <laughs> three to beat the, yeah, the ball. I don't know why, but that's the only Magic player that Jack knows outside of Chuma. Well, that's <laughs> he, hit, he hit the game-winning three against the Raptors last year in probably the only Magic hey, game I've watched when they weren't Terrence playing the Hawks. <laughs> Terrence Ross, guys. Watch out. Ooh. 
Oh, never that, that's the three-pointer that birthed Magic in five. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, okay, but like, the e- even this, the East is also like so top of it because like the Bucks. the more I watch them, I just get so confused by like, because most teams, you know, they beat you, most of those all-time great teams, they beat you in one particular way. Like the big three heat, they beat you because they had the three best players and they were just better than you. And the Warriors, they were going to shoot more than you and you could not, you could not stop it. And you go to the Showtime Lakers, they were Showtime. But, like, the the Bucks, like, sometimes they beat you because Giannis is better than everybody else on the court. Other times they beat you because they're a team that can shoot. They're a team that knows their fundamentals. They're a team that plays defense, and they have a great bench. They're good at everything. Hey, watch this, though. I'm going to say this, though. Don't be surprised if, even though they just beat them, if the Raptors get them. That's true. The Raptors, they I don't, were I don't early. too much like. I mean, I like the Bulls. They, I mean, they tough. They fifteen and eight. Right? Yeah. But the, when you playing Trey Young almost every other two week, I mean, who you know? Then you mess around and play the Bulls, the Hornets, the Pistons, the Knicks, the Cavs. With, with <laughs> what the Raptors have gone through, they've had such a good year that's been overshadowed by the Bulls. Honestly, if if the if the Raptors they had a good year, they just having a good year. Period. They have forty two wins. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of wins. And then that's when, after you lost Ka- Kawhi, and you lost, I mean, I don't know how big of an impact Danny Green had, but you lost Danny. You lost players. And yeah. injuries. And, yeah, and injuries. And like, then you, you, you bring back, uh, you bring back, Siakam. yeah, Pascal Siakam. Who's been great. Who's played out of his mind. He's been incredible. Hey, can I ask y'all something? What's so special about him? Yeah, I think he's just a likable person. And he's, he's just getting buckets. I just don't like when uh, he wasn't no all star to me, either. Devin. He kind of reminds me of you. Oh, oh God! <laughs> no, well, oh God! What, what, I, what I say is, he's a likable person. Okay. Where no matter how big that mountain is, he's gonna climb it. He's gonna get his points. He's a team player, and at the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna beat him because he's always the best. Okay, I feel you. I can take that. I will say this. I could take. That. I thought you were trying to say the man look like the man ugly man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I will say this about the Raptors: You're dealing with Pascal playing only 47 games, Kyle Lowry playing only 46, Van Vliet only 48, Serge Ibaka only 47, Norman Powell 38, uh, Marcus Saul only 35. If all those players play all their games, the Raptors probably have a record that is equal to, if not better than the Bucks. Plus, again, you mentioned Devin. You mentioned the Bucks playing uh, Trey Young once every two weeks. I believe four of their last six wins have come against. The Pistons, wow. Wizards, wow. Kings, wow. Magic, and the Sixers at home twice, which the Sixers on the road are the worst team in the league as far as I'm concerned. Yes. So. There's two different Sixers teams. <laughs> the Sixers on the road are the worst team maybe I've ever watched, so I don't even know where to even go. But again, and then, the, yeah, this month they have played the Pelicans, the Pacers, and the Raptors. Those are the tough teams they've played. And one of those teams is the Pelicans, who are not in the playoffs. Hey, can the Magic just go ahead and lose and then let the Wizards get the eight seed? Oh, my gosh. Let Beal drop six in one playoff series. I think they should just put the Magic in the eight seed because ever since we've started the show, uh, the Magic have been in the eighth seed because I've never had to move them on my NBA playoff picture. For real? I can just just make them a part of the picture. The bottom of the East is so garbage. Like, nobody's even going to make – like, everyone's like – the Wizards are like, hey, man, can we make a run? And then – Feels like I want to make a run, and the, and then the Wizards bench is like we don't want to make a run, 
And then I got vacation plans. Like, and, and, <laughs> and, then, and then the Bulls and Levine are like, I want to make a run. And then Jim Bowling's like, mm, No, we don't. It's like we we really don't want. I want to get fired and get that severance package. So then they're lo- losing. And then the Hornets are like, At the beginning of the year, Devontae Graham, do we want to make a run? And Devontae Graham's like, Nope, I want to start shooting thirty five percent. No, no, no. They are. The Hornets didn't say that. They just said we just gonna pay Batum. I mean Batum and just go but I did You know, just let him pay him. So we good. <laughs> But yeah, though I really like it. NBA is going down. It's coming down Did, to the playoff time. I'm ready. I'm excited and excited. Batum is averaging three points a game on 34 percent from the field. 28 percent. Nicholas Batum DNP coach's decision yesterday <laughs> when they when they lost by 39 points. Hey, you don't want to risk an injury. <laughs> Batum might be the worst player in the league from contract to like stat ratio, other than uh, Solomon Hill. Is Nicholas Batum. PJ PJ Washington. (laughs) Plus or minus negative 33. (laughs) Oh, no. 9.3 rebounds. No, plus minus was negative 33. Sabonis. Who they played? The the Pacers. Pacers. Sabonis had almost triple-double. Sabonis, almost triple-double. He had 21, 15, and 9. Plus 39, plus minus. <laughs> I really think we should shout out the East for having a competition for who's the biggest dumpster fire in the league. Because the Knicks are like, wait a minute, it's us. And the Hawks are like, no, 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 no. Trey's going to score 40 and we're still going to lose. The Cavs, I don't even know where they are. And the Pistons are like, <laughs> do we have Derrick Rose and Blake or Andre Drummond? Yes. Are we 19 and 40? Absolutely. <laughs> the only player with a positive plus and minus for the Hornets oh, no. was Willie no. Hernan Gomez. No. And he was a zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's not positive. <laughs> it's the best oh one on the team. Oh my god! It's not positive. Man. No, <laughs> that's just that's just I'm not like, negative. Hey, you say it's not positive, but it's a plus and exact zero, so it's something. Oh my god! This is advanced mathematics. Yeah, advanced, really advanced. Way past. He's only one with a plus next to his name. Wow, that's that means when he gets Hernan Gomez some, some minutes. Wow, that is that is kind of crazy. All right, everyone in the break, go find the highlight of Kyle Lowry trying to drive to the basket from outside the arc and going right into George Hills' crotch with his head. <laughs> A nutmeg with his entire body. You're watching Hamilton Extra run. Point here on WGN 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside the extra point here on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Diller joining me in the studio is Alex Houston, Devin Foreman, and Jack Hart. 30 minutes to go as we can head back to the NBA or we could just let it ride. Can we talk about the Lakers for a second? What you want to talk about? I mean, we're going Air Caruso? I think the Pelicans are really good. Oh. This is what I took away from this that. This is not. This is not where I thought we were going. I mean, they need a Herculean effort from LeBron, not to mention Caruso at an all-time GOAT level for them to win, only by seven. Plus, I mean... You got to understand, though, the Lakers playing with um, the grandfathers and the Pelicans got the little grandchildren. That's true, that's true, that's true. I, I mean, will say, though, what are the Lakers doing taking 44 three, three-pointers? Hey, shooters got to shoot. Why? Who took the most of them? You got to understand... 
at the same, I understand what you're saying when it comes to that. They shouldn't be doing that, but it's getting toward the end of the season. They just want to lock up that one seed so they can chill. But I do want this, though. The Rockets need to start losing. And the Clippers need to win two more games. The Nuggets need to lose a couple of games so the Clippers can well, get the two seed. We the, do not want the Clippers to be the four seed. The Rockets ain't losing tonight because they're, they're about to— Who they playing? <laughs> the, the Grizzlies. If we get the L.A. versus L.A. matchup in the second round, I'm going to be so mad. Don't well, worry. NBA will fix it. Like we don't need that. NBA will be like, oh, uh, the tiebreaker. It's like— We what? don't need that. What are, you, what are your thoughts on, on Danny Green's play right now? Oh, let me go look at Danny. What are you doing? <laughs> I th- that, that's what I wanted to know. Like, is he? Because I'm just watching him like run into Brandon Ingram oh. <laughs> on that inbound pass. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I just, saw like, <laughs> is he is he contributing? Do you want him off the off um, the floor? Hey, hold um, up. No, we need him on the floor. We what need you, him on the floor. What are your thoughts on Avery Bradley's uh, play? 21 minutes, zero points, 0 for 8 from the field, including 0 for 7 from 3. <laughs> listen, he had a plus I mean, minus of three. <laughs> listen, listen, no, I, I'm not even gonna trip on that. As long as Contavious Caldwell Pope is not out there, I'm fine. Contavious had 15 last night. Javel had two. Oh, oh. You know what? I got back on the bandwagon. Don't be disrespectful. Contavious getting hit in the head by that ball is like his his uh his natural moment. He's gonna throw a 108 mile an hour fastball now. I just I don't know, man. It's just something about. The Clippers just, I don't know. I just, L.A. just need to get the one seed. The other L.A. team need to get the two or three, and we'll be fine. But then we don't want to play the Rockets, the four seed, either. We don't want to play them, either. thing with the Clippers is, I don't, I don't know. Can we switch with the East? Give us the, Maver- the Magic, you know, and all I, them. The, I, the Bucks are going to go 8-0 in the first two rounds. Yeah, I mean, they're. And then they probably going to, well, they're going to play Siakam. Which I don't even like him, but man, he'll probably get some get a couple of doors for them Toronto Raptors. But hey. I do wonder if Kawhi can overcome the curse of playoff P. He overcome the Toronto Raptors playoff curse last year. So I don't I don't know if he can overcome the curse of playoff P though. Cause, I really I mean, don't think they did anything last year. LeBron wasn't in the East, so it didn't matter. The East was wide open last year. I mean The Greek freak was unimproved like he was he proved himself, but he was improved in the um in the um, playoffs and we seen that. I mean, who did Kawhi really have to go against other than him? I mean, you could say Ben Simmons and Joel. And Ben, well, ben Simmons, we don't know when he's going to be back. He's gone. He's yeah, out. Uh, hey, like you nerve. Saw that? I think the 76 is something wrong. Because something he, is if, wrong he was, with him. if he was hurt, why you even got him playing? And then The Sixers are a mess. That team just don't make sense to me. How do you got Al Horford and Joel Embiid? Tallest lineup in the league. Didn't work, though. They're going on the road to the Cavs today. Which so, I, if they don't uh, win that, that, if they don't win the that, there's something wrong, bro. Sixers are win. a whopping nine and twenty on the road. Can they be nine and twenty-one? Oh my God! If they lose to the Cavs, in Cle- well, um, we might have the first playoff seating movement in about uh, I think a, like a month as um, Utah is in jeopardy of losing their five spot Man. right now, playing the Celtics. Tell, I, I told you guys not to trust you were Utah. Right. You were right. I, I, they were like they were like thirty and thirteen a couple weeks ago. 
I told y'all not to trust them. They're they're weird. They're not bad, they're but they're pl- weird. They're playing the Celtics tonight, and then the Thunder have the Kings at home on Thursday. They just so. need to I'm, get that four I'm seed. Telling you, if you took Team Devin and Team Jared and mush it together, and we took on the Jazz, I'm not even. I'm bet, I'm not betting on the Jazz. Hey, if it was they're in Utah, though, if it was in Utah though, boy, you, boy, <laughs> please go back and <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I know I love to say we got to compete, but they got. They, no, no, sir, no, sir. Hey, they still got Gobert. Right up in the yeah. All right, take then threes. Jared. Donovan Mitchell. Take threes. Jingles. Who gonna jump with I love Donovan jingles. Mitchell? Everybody loves jingles. Who, Everybody loves jingles. Who, who doesn't jump, love jingles? No, who gonna jump with Donovan Mitchell? That's true. Not anybody. Who? We're gonna we're gonna get him in the foul trouble, but be all right. Carter oh, Carter no, Carroll. Uh, but like <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just want the Jazz to get a four seed because then they can cause chaos. Cause if they get if they get a four seed, um that means they get they get that first uh, series against a five seed. They get the four home games, then they get to play the Lakers. And the yeah, ja- we need them. Yeah, yeah, we. The, I'm going for the Jazz fourth seed. Jazz. The Jazz could blink and they could be a seven seed. That's the West is a mess. That's crazy, man. The Mavs are a seven. Man, what the? The Mavs are seven seed. It's all Look, Chris Tapp's we're, fault. We're, we're still, we're still. Oh, you haven't really been saying too much about your great Magic. What was, I'm not Magic, but um, Mavericks. Oh, they still great. What's going on? You good? We're still protesting the Hawks win. <laughs> <laughs> and, and once again, I'll say, take it. <laughs> they're, they're, the Mavs are still great. The problem is that Kristaps took half a season to actually appear. I mean, 35 and 23 is not a bad record. I mean, that just shows you how good the West is. It's also not bad considering the fact that they've got Kristaps, Luka, and a bunch of scrubs and J.J. Barras, So, I mean, 35 and 23 will put the Mavs one game back of the Sixers and Heat, and they could easily be a four seed in the East. Yeah. Well, they, could, they could easily be a four seed in the West. They could. What, they're two, they're two and a half games back. They're three and a half games back of the three seed. They can, I mean, the like, give it two weeks, and that whole thing could be flipped if things fall the way they do. Yeah, LeBron, right. you just keep winning. You just worry about you. LeBron, you just keep winning. Clippers, y'all keep winning. Rockets lose. Nuggets <laughs> lose. Jazz win. Thunder, we don't care. Mavericks, we don't care. Memphis win. Cause we do not want to see. I don't know. I want mellow time. What? I want mellow time. I'm just saying with the wet No. Why? No. Why? Because they're gonna put him with LeBron. Look. And LeBron gonna start feeling bad for him. <laughs> and then he gonna try to drop ten points. Uh. So Melo can get thirty. <laughs> and then we gonna sit here and lose in the first round. No. You gotta look at that. Then we don't want Zion because the NBA gonna say Zion has to win, so he's gonna win. Gonna be a bunch of LeBron versus uh, Zion rookie year graphics. Yeah, Memphis. We need Memphis so we can just you no know, John Morant can get hit twenty, hit eighteen and eight. Then we can beat him by forty because they don't got nobody to guard. With eight. the way the West is, I would not be surprised if one of these lower tier teams messes around and upsets one of these. Uh, the Clippers or the Lakers, for that matter. Like, I feel like the Rockets could be that kind of team. I feel like the Jazz. At home could be that kind of team, and I feel like the Thunder just nobody really understands how they're winning right now as it is. So, if it's one team I do not want to play, it'd be the Rockets. The small, the small ball lineup, man. I it's actually play working. Them. They may actually know. dribble in between people's legs. I, it, <laughs> it's so funny to me that the the Rockets are now the team that doesn't take threes after just like absolutely collapsing in the playoffs because of threes, and they just they swore it off cold turkey. <laughs> They were up three two on them. Well, oh, I mean, man. they do still take. They've taken twenty five hundred threes this year. So, 
That seems like a lot. I don't know. Like I need like another team to compare it. Like okay, the Lakers are taking forty four a game. So you can look at the Spurs, uh, who just don't. Okay, yeah. So the Lakers take seventeen hundred threes, and the Spurs take a whopping fifteen hundred. That boy, Jeff. What the Spurs? What the Spurs take thirteen hundred? Oh uh, no, fifteen hundred. Okay, so like half. Wait, yeah. less than yeah, about half. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of which team. Like they're us on Sunday. <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh, Bayern released an anniversary kit. This is soccer for 120 years of Bayern soccer, and uh, they're gonna look like us on Sunday. It's, it's just, nothing. It's just like an Urban Outfitters T-shirt. <laughs> that was. What in the world? <laughs> Some German engineering this is for the, you. Uh, <laughs> What's with these anniversary jerseys being absolute trash? Duke and UNC is like, let's just put the logo on a plain jersey. I mean, not this practice jersey. If not, it was on uniform, fact. Now that's we a dang. That and it was really that's, yeah. a, that's a t-shirt. I mean, I say it in the intro, but you know, the fun in throwbacks is that we're all in on the joke that it looks terrible. So, oh, I got a oh, I got a throwback. I'm gonna wear to the game. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a throwback. <sighs> let's head to a quick question. I'm gonna wear my Michael Jordan baseball jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you are confused. I took a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show here on the Extra Point on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Welcome back inside Extra Point on WGL 911 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard. And then joining me in the studio. Jared, answer the question. Answer it. Answer it. Devin Foreman and Jack Hart. Jared, answer the question. What question am I answering? No, I got that. Oh. Yeah, he can say it. I got my answer. Oh. You got your answer? Yeah, I got my answer. Okay. Would you leave that to the imagination of everybody I guess so, yeah. Alright, we got now uh, six minutes. I was looking into that um that Mavericks Hawks thing. Uh Mark Cuban wants to play the final ten seconds of the game yes, again. We're gonna, we're gonna fly Wait, back what to happened? So it's, it was goaltending. What else? Oh right, yes. yes. It Everyone's was, favorite. It was a goal. The rest can't call that. So what happened was the goaltending was called on the Mavericks. It was called on the Mavericks. Uh, yeah, N- Dallas wants to restart the game with a jump ball. Yes, it, the goal thing was called on the Mavericks. However, who got the putback dunk? Was it, was it John Collins? Yeah, Collins got the putback. So John Collins. So the the, the referees called goaltending. John Collins got the ball and put it back when the play was still alive, and they they call goaltending. So in that situation, what do you do? If they call goaltending on the floor, and he got a putback dunk after the goaltending call. The, the 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 bucket doesn't count, right? Yeah. So they went back and they reviewed it, and they said it wasn't goaltending, but then they counted the Collins dunk. That's just stupid. That's what's being that's what's being argued right now. That's like the um. Uh, it wasn't goaltending, but that dunk counts now. That's not how that works. Once you blow the whistle, the play is dead. But I think the argument is that because he was in a shooting motion when the whistle was blown. 
the bucket counts. But the funny thing is, days later, it happened in a different game, and a different outcome happened. Now I remember, now I remember this. I, I think it was I a Trailblazers game. Maybe. It happened. So well, That's happened twice to the Blazers, in, really, in a Blazers game. I really never thought that the biggest problem with the NBA with the officiating would not become goaltending, but it has. Like, did you also that thing where LeBron and I mean, there's AD... A, there's a camera on the rim. Yep. But did y'all see that though? Where they yeah, obviously LeBron and AD. and LeBron said no, he didn't. And then the rest were like, I guess he didn't do it, and like, they didn't review yeah, it. I, I, try, I wanted to bring that up on Monday because like LeBron and AD just like run over to the ref and start saying we didn't goaltend, and the refs are like, okay, inadvertent whistle. And even 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 Bron says I touched it first, and he didn't. He missed it by like three inches, and he didn't touch it. I'm like, okay, Bron, coach, coach, I stepped on the line. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no, not that kid. His name was also, I think, Alex. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say that in the All-Star game with seconds left. I'm like, all right, coach, I touched it. <laughs> hey, that's not on me. <laughs> Team looks at me. Davis just throws a chair at me. He's like, ah, oh, sorry. I got to be honest. Oh, man, that's funny. Then then Jerry gets the ball to uh to go for the game winner. And, oh, air ball. How dare you. <laughs> How dare you? Jared, I'm just going to keep talking trash. Am I, no, you can score 40, and I'm still going to talk trash. Okay. This is my thing. thing is, I, I almost wish I would. Can we trade Davis for, like, a sack of, like, uh, chips or something like that? Because, like, I was really looking forward to talking trash with him. Oh, you can. Just on the same team. <laughs> like, Davis, don't shoot it. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, goaltending. Will it become a problem in the All-Star game? No, it will not, because none of us have the vertical leap to do so. That's a, that's a takeaway. Yeah, I mean, okay, one of us has the virtual <laughs> to potentially do something. Wait a minute, so. wait a minute, wait a minute. I was watching the whole video of a, a basketball dude. Wait, what? What? <laughs> all I heard was vert. What? <laughs> I was talking about how goaltending will not be a problem in the uh, Weagle All-Star game because none of us have the vertical leap capable of committing goaltending off the off the glass. Then De- Jared looked at you and I said, maybe, maybe one person does. No, so. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm really not going to. I'm, mm, no. Nah. I'm gonna keep it simple. chase down block. Devin's still gonna jump over the Kia. I'm gonna keep it simple. <laughs> jump over the Kia. Yeah. Where's Baron Davis? Mm, yeah. So I'm gonna keep it simple. Oh, that's true. That's true. Very simple. <laughs> no. Bless. Thank you. Hey, cause I'm tight. We're gonna keep it simple though. We're gonna keep it simple. Um, I only got one donk in me. He only has one. But so. as long as it's on somebody, if it's all worth it. That's true. I mean, I'm no, not, when I'm, 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 not dunk, I'm going to go right to Jared's face and talk <laughs> so much. Right? How wait? How are you going to dunk when you'll be going the opposite direction? Did I I'm tell running you? straight to you. I'm so coming straight to you. Gonna, you're gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna run to you, push you, then go dunk. Then I'm gonna go back and push you. <laughs> Jared's gonna be at the three th- free throw line. Devin mid uh, drive is gonna cut outside. Shoulder check Jared and then go back around. Yeah, I have no idea where you think I'm going to be at on the floor, but I will not be where you think I am. <laughs> hey, Jared, I, th- I, thought, I thought you were talking about being in the paint. No. I, was, you're like, I, I, I do not sit in the paint. Who sits in the paint I, then on your team? I'm not tall enough to do that. Oh, dang it. I was, really, I was really looking forward to getting rebounds on your head, Jared. It, it will probably be Chris, who I is. How tall that guy is. Chris is what? 6'2? Ah, crap. ROTC? Like, yeah, that's probably be the guy that's sitting there. Oh. Yeah. So. I think we got dumped that. I think I accidentally said Six crap. Two. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what we scared of? <laughs> that's that's what we're scared of, team? Really? 6-2? Now, I don't think... This is what I am scared of, though. Uh, this guy right here. We scared hey. of Jack? 
Yes. yes Jack sir. got the brand, man. I'm telling yeah. you, Jack gonna put a scheme very high together. basketball IQ. He gonna put a scheme together for them. I, so I got. I'm really like. I've been talking. looking at the rule book. I'm really going to figure it out. <laughs> I've been trying. See, everybody else has like said knowingly how good they are, and I've been trying to figure out how good Jack actually is, and nobody has said anything about it. No, Jack. Jack don't have. Jack don't have to say nothing. That's why I wanted Jack because I was like, Jack got. Hey, that scheme gonna be crazy. So. Plus, he's wearing number twenty three. That's right. Yeah, you are. We we banned we banned number twenty four. I just. Was was the licorice yeah. the secret to LeBron's forty four oh, game? Oh yeah, I last saw night? that. Was that was that the key? I guess. I don't know. Like uh, like uh, Lakers expert. Yeah, licorice ain't even that good though. No, I mean, it's they were, not. They were red vines too, Ooh. which is Ooh. like the worst one. <laughs> yeah, not ideal. Not even um, Twizzlers could show. Like you know, sk- <laughs> like Skittles. Like it's uh, Marshawn Skittles, LeBron's t- uh, licorice. Who else did candy? Daryl Green used to eat Tootsie Rolls apparently. Ew. I don't know why. He put him in his sock. Ew. Which I'm like, that's a... You do Like, No, it's nasty, but this what he secret to his speed, apparently. Saw a video on that yesterday. Some, some sweaty Tootsie Rolls. That's some Redskins like, type crap. Fuzzy. <laughs> from the sock. Even, even when we were winning three Super Bowls, we still had some weird players eating Tootsie Rolls out of their feet. Ew. That's, that's just... Nah. Can't get away with anything. <laughs> no, we cannot. All right. I guess they did the first show today. Yep. So thank you guys for joining my show. Alex, Devin, and Jack. A lot of fun. I'll see y'all Sunday. Yeah, Devin, I'll see you Sunday. Jack, I'll see you at some point. I'll be around. Yeah, you'll be around. Alex, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be back. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't want to get up. Uh, you'll be all right. I'll grab but a Pop-Tart. We'll be good. Thank you guys for watching and listening to Extra Point here on WGL 91.1 FM.